Hello everyone and welcome back to the From the Sidelines podcast, episode number 16. Unfortunately, today we are not going to be joined by uh, the wonderful Mr. Scott Allen, but we have got a guest that's in a close second place in contention with him. Uh, He's been on here three or four times before. Uh, It's Mr. Yusuf Batouche. How are you doing, Yusuf? How are you today? I'm good, thank you very much. And before we we go into anything, it is uh, December 24th, which means it is Christmas Eve today, and um, tomorrow is Christmas Day. And uh, just want to say Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas to you, Yusuf. I hope you're doing or having a good time over the holidays. Um, But we've got some football to talk about. Uh, Two games, we are going to be talking about Chelsea and Fulham. and I also put out a little poll uh, during the week um, on the Instagram page. If you haven't followed us, make sure to follow it at From the Sidelines Podcast. Um, so we'll start with the Chelsea game, being Chelsea fans. Um, what did you make of the game, Yusuf? Oh, I guess it was that? Yes. Oh, we didn't, we didn't play that well today. The first half, we were very shaky, anxious as well. I think Rice could have been winning or down as well if, if Rice has got side. Um, yeah, and the, I think we made a couple of mistakes in defense as well. I remember, uh, Kante, uh, I think Kanti slipped and then Hala was through, but he uh, luckily, um, he got tackled uh, in the end and it was, yeah, we, we, we didn't play that well. First off, yeah, definitely. The scoreline did not reflect the result whatsoever. Yeah, the scoreline flatters us big time. Uh, as you said, few defensive mistakes. Jorginho was all over the place. Uh, Kante, yeah, slipped. It was poor. Uh, yeah, Kante slipped as you mentioned, and or luckily it was Haller, uh, that he uh slipped next to. If it if that was Jared Bowen yeah. or um Pablo Fornau, Antonio, goal. That, it would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, story. goal scorers um, Thiago Silva with a, a what would normally be called a Zuma Boomer, uh, but it's going to be called a Thiago Silva Boomer um, because the head, it was tenth minute header from a corner. It was wow, the power in it was just superb. And then there wasn't a goal for seventy minutes of football. And that's a long time. And within those 70 minutes, West Ham were all over us. And I mean all over us. Tammy Abraham started the game um, questionably, but then scores two goals in two minutes. Two from two West Ham defensive mistakes. So West Ham put two foots wrong in the whole game and they concede from both of them. Um, the stats of the game, uh, Chelsea had 54% possession to West Ham's 46, which surprised me, actually. Uh, we had nine shots, seven of which were on target. And this is what I think uh, West Ham didn't do very well, is they had four shots and none of them were on target. So, um, but for us, what what we need, what what, what I would really like to see is I know it's going to sound bad as a huge fan of this guy, but we need to drop Timo Werner. We need to drop Timo Werner. What do you think, Yusuf? Well, I think um, 
I would only start him if if if, if Ziyech and and then put Vernon in the middle. I don't like him in the wing. He's he's basically doing a bleep test like for a four ninety. That's yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, he's running up and down, and when he gets the ball, he loses it straight away. His touch, really his touch is horrible. His touch as well. It like, gives yeah. it away too, too many yeah. times. This isn't the Timo Werner of last season, that's for sure. And as you know, I am a huge Timo Werner fan. Like I followed the guy at Leipzig. I was over the moon when we signed him from them. And uh, it just hasn't really worked for the, for him this season, has it? No, it hasn't. So, I mean, in like yeah, the, first, the first couple of matches, he was, he was good, to be fair. He scored against Southampton too. Um, and then after, I think Burnley, he scored a couple of goals. He scored a goal. Um, and then, you know what? After the Spain Germany game, where they got bad six 0 I think that you know, I think that was, that was, that was like a turning point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, he was. I good. could be wrong, but I thought his his Premier League debut for Chelsea against Brighton, he was superb. Um, and I was over the moon when I saw first saw him play in the Chelsea colours. He was really good in that game. Won a penalty, and. Uh, it was actually genuinely like threatening because he played up front. Yeah. But on the wing, he just he just does he's just ineffective. So, um, next game is in two days' time against Arsenal. What what is gonna happen then? Because Arsenal are fifteenth, haven't won a game in over fifty days. It has got an Arsenal win written all over it. It's such a Chelsea thing to go and lose to a team that are not in very good form, aren't very good, have a rubbish manager and haven't won a game in ages. It's in our nature. We do it every season. So, yeah. I, 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 obviously, I have to back the team. I have to back the team. I'm going to say a 2-0 win for Chelsea. I don't think, because Arsenal always show up for, the, for these games as we saw last season. In both games, they stepped up, and um, even in the final, look, look how, look how they battered us in that final. And um, I, I, I can't. I, I'm going to say two nil, um, just purely and simply because Arteta's manager at the moment, and he just hasn't changed tactics. He's one of those managers. Maurizio Sarri was very similar, but then he sort of adapted to it. He had one plan, Plan A. And if it didn't work, we'll try plan A again. And if that didn't work, we'll try plan A again. He didn't have a plan B, and that that was he that that's what I think Arteta's struggled with is that he hasn't had a plan B. So, uh, what do you think uh, of the scoreline? Uh, what, what's your prediction for the scoreline? Sorry, on the Saturday. Um, I think we're going to win three 0 I'm going to aim a bit higher than your one. Um, of, of course, it could be. Could be if we lose the game, um, I don't think I think also um, I think uh, the striker Bamian isn't fit. Or is okay. Um, I don't know who do you think is going to score. Oh, well, for us? Oh, for us. Yeah. Abraham lost in. Yeah, because last season he played very well against. Us. In the in the in the away fixture, he scored he scored the goal yeah, in the game. Yeah, he scored that. Oh, that that's probably one of my favourite Chelsea goals. But I would like to was mental as well. Yeah, I would like 
I think it's hard. It, it's a big headache for um, oh, yeah. uh, Frank Lampard. Because if it was me, I'd drop Werner. Mm. I'd, um, is, is Hudson a doy fit again? Yeah, he's fit. Yeah. Um, so I'd have Hudson a doy and Pulisic on either wing. And it would be a really difficult choice for me because Abraham, you can't really drop a player who's just scored two goals and won you a game yeah. um, against a big London rival in West Ham who are doing all right this season. But then you've got Olivier Giroud, who just always, always, always comes comes uh, comes in big on crucial games. He comes big against Spurs, Arsenal, Man United, Man City, Liverpool. He's always there on the big occasion. Yep. So it is really, really difficult to choose between the two. But I think I'd go with Tammy Abraham. And if it doesn't work, bring Giroud off the bench. Mm. Which um, would be would be ideal, really, um, for me. Um, but my goal scorers, I'm going to have Christian Pulisic's first goal of the season. I'm going to have... Hmm, who else do I want to have? I want to have... A Giroud goal off the bench. That's what I'm going to go for. Um, I'm not sure what you think of that, but that, that's, that's what I think is going to happen. For Werner, uh, I also want Werner to, in my opinion, instead of Giroud. But, uh, but I don't know. He might put, I think Lampard might, I think he might sub off for, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Werner for, Werner for um, Hassan Odoi. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. But, because it's pacey, because it's, it's pacey, that's why. So, when Arsenal's defence, they, they'll get tired legs and stuff. Maybe maybe the, the 70th minute or, or 60th minute, he, he can put on Werner to... Maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah but... Um, I'll do Yeah, definitely. Um, that's all I think we've got time for to talk about Chelsea. Because we've got a very, very crucial game to review here. Uh, another possible six-pointer. Um, uh, Fulham won, Newcastle United won. Now, if I just have a quick look at the Premier League table, uh, Fulham, I believe, are still the, in the, 18th. the bottom three. Yeah, the 18th. They are still in the bottom three. Okay, I, I'm going to take that back. It's not a six-pointer because Newcastle are eight points ahead of them. Um What's not going well for Fulham is that they're drawing against teams like Brighton, who they really like. They they showed they showcase West Brom against these teams that, well, other than West Brom, Liverpool and Leicester, you would not expect them to get any sort of result from. Um, but the fact that they beat West Brom was a huge, huge win for them. That was a huge six pointer. And as it stands, Fulham are still three points ahead of West Brom. However, uh, last week against Brighton, Fulham couldn't capitalise. And as Scott said last week, both teams cancelled each other out because they play very similar football. And um, I think what's, what Fulham need to do is when they come up against teams like Brighton, like Burnley, uh, Leeds, Palace, Arsenal to an extent, uh, West Brom and Sheffield United again, uh, they need to get some points out of those games because those are the games that are going to keep them up. Those are the games that are going to get them out of that bottom three. Um, in the game, mm, yeah. uh, ended one all. Fulham actually didn't have a goal scorer 
um, as their goal came from a Matt Ritchie own goal in the 42nd minute and then a Callum Wilson pen in the 64th was all that game wrote. Um, I didn't really watch the game, but I've seen the highlights. It was a penalty. There was a cool, calm, collective uh, finish from Wilson, who is doing really well this year after signing for Newcastle from Bournemouth. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been good this season, uh, to be fair. Um, yeah, it's a good There's deal. not much else you can really say about that. But if you look at yeah, the match stats, um, it's very, very even. Um, the stats do reflect the scoreline. Maybe not a one-all, but it definitely does deserve to be a draw looking at the stats. Um, shots, Fulham had nine, Newcastle had eight. Yeah. Uh, possession was 47-53, so... Kind of even, but maybe Newcastle are thinking maybe we could have done more of the ball. And shots on target, four apiece. So, um, for mm. Fulham, uh, Scott's not going to like this. But I think, obviously, we all knew they'd be in trouble this year. Everyone, they're in the position that we all thought they would be. I think they're in a better position than we all thought they would be. I thought, I didn't think Sheffield United would be this low. They've got two points. Um, I didn't expect obviously I didn't expect Arsenal to be this low I didn't expect Burnley to be this low I thought the relegation battle would be West Brom Fulham Brighton um, Palace Leeds Newcastle these sorts of teams and maybe even West Ham but Fulham are in a better position than I thought they were uh, that, that, that than what I thought they were going to be so it is difficult to say where they're going to finish this year but for Fulham's sake, for Scott's sake, I hope they stay up. Um, so, it's a tough one. Fulham play... I'm not sure who Fulham play next, actually. I should probably have, <laughs> have had that written down somewhere. Um, Fulham play Southampton next, which is a massive, massive game. Yeah. Southampton are undoubtedly one of the dark horses of this season. They are easily, easily, easily favourites for that game. Fulham are big underdogs for that game. But I believe Fulham can pull it off. I think Fulham might nick a 1-0 win. What do you think? Um, I think, I don't know if they're going to win the game. But, but you know, anything can happen. That is true. I'll, that is very I'll, true. Yeah, but I'm probably going to say... Uh, um, it win for Southampton. Yep, fair enough. Can't really complain at that. Um, I just think, for me, I think Fulham are looking really strong recently. Their last few games have been tough um, against a very organised Brighton side and a very organised Newcastle side. Um, Brighton not performing as well, so maybe Fulham are thinking, damn, we probably should have got um, more than just one point. We should probably got a full three points. Um, but for Fulham, like I said, for Scott, for Fulham's sake, I hope they stay up. Um, so now it comes to a point where, as this episode is going to be a, a, a much shorter episode than usual, as it's the holidays, there's not much to talk about. Um, obviously, there's as, the, as we go into the new year, there's going to be a lot more to talk about, so these episodes will... Um, get a little bit longer 
I uh, I thought I took it upon myself on the Instagram page to uh, put up a little poll, um, including a Fulham and a Leeds player. Um, so the question was, which one of these players would you rather have in your starting eleven? And the two players were Mitrovic and Rodrigo. Um, before I tell you what the uh, the percentages was, I'm going to ask you, Yusuf, what do you think they were? Who do you think got the majority? Um, sorry, what? Who do you who do you think out of Mitrovic and Rodrigo got the majority of the vote? Um, I think Rodrigo. And that would be a fair assumption. That would be a very yeah. fair assumption. He's, as we know, we've, we're, we're, we're both um, FIFA players. Uh, he is a top dog on that game. Um, very top dog. Scores a lot of goals. Annoys me a lot when I play against him. But when I play with him, he I play him in the midfield. So he is a really, really top dog for me. Uh, Mitrovic, I've never used on FIFA. So I can't say much. But on FIFA... He, He's probably only got like 50 pace to Rodrigo's 91 pace. So I choose Rodrigo. Um, but shockingly, Mitrovic got 51% of the vote to the Rodrigo's 49%. So very, very tight. Um, who did you vote for? Did you vote on this one? Uh, yeah. On the Rodrigo. Yep, f- fair enough, fair enough. But clearly the Fulham fans coming through mm. um, with this. Um Speaking of FIFA, obviously, everyone that listens to this listens in to listen to hear our um, our reviews on the Chelsea and Fulham games. Before we did the Chelsea and Fulham games, it was all of the Premier League games. But now, um, just because um, we can't get enough in for all the Premier League games, uh, we do the Chelsea and the Fulham games. Being myself, being a Chelsea fan. Uh, as your host, and um, Scott being a Fulham fan as the co-host. And sometimes, like you, Yusuf, we get different fans on. Um, I want to add a segment into this podcast where every week for fantasy football, um, I'm sure there's lots of you play it, me and Yusuf play it, we... We look at um, each game week that goes by and we look at a player. We we, we recommend a player to you guys that you should sign or you should at least put into your team for fantasy football. So, Yusuf, I'll let you go first. Who do you think would be a very good player to have in your fantasy football team for the rest of the season? Uh, Vardy, to be honest, because I haven't captained. For the last game week, he got 24 points for me. Because obviously, because his penalty against Spurs. Didn't he get an assist as well? Uh, no. There's a no goal from uh, from, um, from the back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Silly me, silly me. Um, yeah, I have Vardy in my team. I'm just looking at my team now. He, uh... Oh, yeah, he did get the assist. I guess he was the last person to touch the ball. Yeah, probably, yeah. Before, before that happened. Uh, so... Yeah, Vardy, very, very good choice. For me, I've had him in my team all season. I've had him in my team. Um, he's been, he's got me a lot, a lot of points this season. He's been 
decent for me. And that's Jack Grealish. He gets a lot of points and he scores a lot of goals, gets a lot of assists, wins a lot of fouls. Um, unfortunately, he's not Villa's penalty taker. Anwar El Ghazi's their penalty taker. So, unfortunately, when Villa get a penalty, I don't get any extra points because I'm not. Sh- I'm not. I-, I don't see why I should have El Ghazi in because he doesn't really contribute much to their team anyway, other than the penalties. No offense to any Villa fans out there, but um, and a dark horse player I would like to add is James Ward-Prowse. Just because he is a star when it comes to uh, set pieces dead, uh, from the dead ball, he is superb. There's no one better than him in the league. I'm sorry, I'm saying it now. Um, yeah, he gets he scores penalties. He gets assists from free kicks, assists from corners. He's just an all round don on fantasy football. Some weeks he will only get you two or three points, but. Most of the time, he gets you at least five or more. So, um, but unfortunately, guys, that's the end of the episode. It's only twenty-one minutes long. I don't know what else to add into these, into this one. But that's gonna be it for today. Uh, strange one, yes, I know. Uh, but twenty twenty's been strange, you know. Um, so Yusuf, thank you for being here for this very short edition of the From the Sideline podcast. Uh, I'm sure we'll be having you very soon once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for the new year, uh, just a, a little spoiler, I'm going to try and get um, a big podcast arranged um, with more than three people, maybe four or five. I know a lot of people have told me not to do that and just keep it structured, keep it compact, uh, keep it organized. But I need... I want to do something for you guys. We're going to have a full-on debate. We won't review the game week that week, but we're going to have a full-on debate. Uh, I won't tell you what about. Uh, Yusuf, I'm sure you'll be there. Yep. Um, but, but yeah, just a little spoiler. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Yusuf, for being here once again. That's all right, mate. And we'll see you guys in the next one. See you later. <laughs>